Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We bring in Tim Allen from our Gene Wagner Plumbing post-game show. And I went there, Tim. I went there about 10 minutes ago. I said here on August 9th, 2022, even though I hate the moniker, I hate the phrase, I did it. I, Bart Winkler, am in the Dunn Club. Oh, yep. no, don't do that. I'm doing it. I did the math. I, I looked at the schedules. Let me tell you my breakdown, and then I'll take your counter. So there's seven teams fighting for six spots, yeah? The Dodgers mm-hmm. are in. That's it, yeah. The Mets are in, okay? The Braves are going Braves. to make the playoffs. Yeah. The Padres, now the Brewers right now are only a game back of the Padres. How about the Padres losing five in a row? They're going to make mm-hmm. the playoffs. The Cardinals, whether it's division or wild card, they're not going to allow themselves to miss the playoffs. They will make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it's between the Brewers and the Phillies for me, and I'm going to say that the Phillies are in a better spot. So I am I'm saying here on August 9th, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you know, whatever. But I am I, I do not think, and we put a poll up, eighty percent of people right now agree with me. I do not think this team makes the playoffs. I I hate to say it, but that's where I am. If my house was on the line, if my arm was on the line, if money was on the line, I would I would bet against the Brewers. You still gonna root for him to win then? Absolutely. Okay. You know, a younger me may have said, I wanna be right about everything I ever say. And so I would I would pretend to root for him and then secretly be like I'm going to be right about something like anyone cares. But I, uh, at this point, yeah, I'm, I I don't think, if you're if you're just asking me as a person, do you think the Brewers will make the playoffs? My answer is going to be, I don't think they will. You yield a lot of uh, persuasion power, though, Bart. See, you're, you're, you're yanking a lot of team, or a lot of fans, uh, down with your sentiment. Well, I should be optimistic because it's better for the show. Look at that. It's better for the show. If I if I get down on the Brewers and people aren't going to care about the Brewers and I'm going to break down the Brewers and they're gonna be, why is he even talking about the Brewers? He doesn't think I, I'm just telling you, I always am honest as I feel. Okay. Well, the key question would be, how did you get there? How did you get where you're at right now? Did you get there because of this particular season, this particular week, this particular trade, or did you get there because you piled on all the history of the Milwaukee Brewers? No, the history has nothing to do with it. I'm looking at this okay. team. I'm All looking right. at the seven teams that are fighting for six spots. I'm looking at the teams that I would be confident to say are getting in. If I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm very mm. optimistic that, that my team is getting in the playoffs. I'm very optimistic about that. 
If I'm a Padres fan, I'm very optimistic about that too. Braves, Mets, Dodgers. So now, to me, I've come up with two spots left for one team, and that's the Brewers or the Phillies. Ten days ago, would Cardinals fans have said, you know, three games back, would they have said the same thing? That I'm not optimistic that the Cardinals are a shoo-in for the playoffs. I think that in the situation where we're in, the Cardinals are going to have a little more optimism than, than the Brewers, just based on maybe that's based on history. But the Cardinals did a couple of things. I mean, you can make fun of Jose Quintana. What I think he's still good. He has been still good. Jordan Montgomery pitched very well against his old team, the Yankees. I just feel like the makeup of the Cardinals, and we've talked about this, how Marmol comes out and says, we want to win a World Series. Mm-hmm. They seem they seem determined. You know, when things kind of rock their boat a little bit, they're still full steam ahead. It seems like whatever has happened in this last week with the Brewers, it has just destroyed them. It's gotten them so far off course that by the time they come back on, it's going to be too late. I'm still trying to figure out, and I'm throwing a lot here at you, but I hear from David Stearns after the trade deadline talk about, oh, Mark's this, Mark wanted this, his family wanted this. Then I hear Mark Anasio talking. He's talking about how I, I had no idea they were going to trade Josh Hader, and I was blown away, and you guys don't want me to meddle, so I don't meddle. And it's like it's like what the Packers were a few years ago when McCarthy got fired. They talked about these silos. Well, we have these guys doing this, the coaches are doing this, the front office is doing this, no one's working together. I thought the Brewers were in lockstep with each other all the way up and down. Now it seems like you got three different chickens running three different places. And, and it, it needs to uh, emanate from the clubhouse. And and if if I'm in that clubhouse, or if I'm Craig Council, or if I'm Andrew McCutcheon, or whoever the leader is down in there, I would tell those guys enough about Hater. Do not answer one more question. But you know about what? You know what? Um, I keep thinking about that is, is I think that yeah, at some point because I'm talking about Craig, I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, Stearns, I'm talking about Mark. At some point, the players need to look around and say, the 26 guys that are here are the 26 guys that are here. So we got to just figure it out. Yep. It's, yep. It, I mean, Josh isn't here anymore. We got to figure it out. But then I keep thinking about some of the stuff that they were saying, the Brewers were saying heading into the All-Star break. And when they asked Corbin Burns about the first half of the season, he voluntarily brought up that they went on three three-city road trips. And it's like, who cares? That's in the past. This team was so focused on that in the first half. I don't know that they're a good enough team mentally to get to get over some of this kind of stuff. Well, they're so, an emotional team. They, they and are. I, and they, I, they, I think they, that's going to cost them. They, well, they ride on emotion, so they, they need to snap the negative emotion that's going on right now. You you can't just sit there and say you're right that we have what we have in this in this clubhouse. I brought up the example on Sunday of I, I, I at band gigs uh, we had this drummer years ago. That right in the middle, right in the middle of the set, right in the middle of a gig, he'd say, you know, to us, uh, you know, on stage, he'd say, why are we playing these songs? These songs, we should be playing something different. <laughs> Turn around and look at him and say, we've got what we've got right now. You can't change that. Now, what do you bring this up now? So the same thing. It's it's in that clubhouse. They need to move through it. And, and you know, Hunter Renfro, we've lost our life's blood in, in, in that bullpen and et cetera. Those things have to stop because, you know, it's a collision course of some bad here in the last week. It has been. And look, as you mentioned, the San Diego Padres, you still have to play these games. You still, even though it's it's Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, you still have to get out there and play these games. San Diego loses a bunch. 
since that trade. They just thought they were going to roll the baseballs and the bats out there, and hey, man, we're set. It's World Series bound for us now. It just doesn't, it doesn't work like that. And this, Bart, this team is a good baseball team. They are. They just are. I, don't, I know it's a bad roll, and I know it comes on the heels of, you know, probably uh, I would say not a popular trade. Uh, that would be the sentiment that I'm getting and reading and hearing and, and all that. But, you, you, I mean, they're still a good baseball team. They, their offense is not as bad as everyone says it is. It's really not. Their pitching needs to get on track. The timing of this all might be right in that, yeah, you're struggling now, but, you know, you need to turn the page. You, you've got to get through it, and they will. What, what kind of hot streak will they go on? I don't care what the competition is, and maybe they need the competition to ratchet things up a little bit instead of sitting back and looking at Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and, and again, rolling the balls and bats out there to see if, you know, you're going to just make sure we're going to win these games. No, maybe they need a good Cardinal series. Maybe that, because they, as you, you said, and we both agree, they run on a little emotion. Maybe this is exactly what they need. Yeah, again, they can make the play. I mean, I'm not saying they can't. I'm not saying they can't win the World Series. You get in, anything's possible. I'm not saying any of this is impossible. Uh, What I'm saying today is that if you're going to ask me straight up and I've got to give you an honest gut answer, I'm going to say they're not going to make the playoffs. And I say they will. I say there's too much talent on this team not to make a strong run, which is counsel and this team's M.O. a little bit. Let's face it, they are finishers. And so I, I just think there's 54 games left. There's just too much baseball left. And, you know, so many things can happen and have happened and and do happen to every team every single year that I just can't I can't make that determination. And, and so I, I want to just have some fun while this plays out a little bit. Now, what what I've been saying is we got to be careful as to not to mix. And I know it's tough, but we have to kind of compartmentalize certain things like you know, putting all this history and heritage of Brewers baseball, however you feel about that, lumping that all in with one trade, one day, one year in one situation. I know it's difficult, and I hey, I'm I'm falling victim to this too. It's like, man, you know, there goes another shot at a World Series. Why can't they go all in? Well, you know, it's it's just not fair. I don't think it's fair to lump that all in there with this situation. Let's 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 um you know, reshuffle the deck when the season's over, however it ends. And then we can go and tack that on to, to the heritage. Is this and something history. That, that people are doing? Or is this something you think that I'm doing? No, it's just something that we have to be careful of. I think there's a lot of fans doing that. And, and I understand that frustration. I'm right there with you. It's tough for me to say, man, look, all we want is a world series here. We can handle a, a a prolonged down cycle. I like that comment from David Stearns. That's your goal is to avoid a prolonged down cycle. I mean, those three words have really, out of everything that's occurred, those are the three words that are just head-scratching. It's almost like, Bart, there was excuses made of... You know, why we did this. And it it seemed like, you know, they they addressed the media like this was such a huge, big thing. And it's like, guys, yeah, okay, it was a star trade. I I get that. But this wasn't like, 
a new stadium. This wasn't this wasn't like you know you're at the podium prior to World Series game number one. It, it, it almost sounded to me like they were a little defensive on, on the trade. It did. Well, a little it sounds bit. like, so here's how this played out for me, is you hear from David Stearns first, and he's talking about how he didn't say anything about himself. He said Mark's family and the fans don't want a prolonged down cycle, like you said. And that makes me think that Mark and the Brewers are so worried. They're so worried about having a bad year because they don't want to look out and not see fans or they don't want to see the support of the team and and they they maybe maybe they saw the bucks win a title maybe that's something to do with it and and they don't they don't want support to go away or something 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 scares them about having a bad year and i think what they think is if we go all in look at these teams that have gone all in for the world series the cubs won a world series but now they're in a down cycle but that's how mm-hmm. the cubs did it that doesn't mean that that has to be how it's done. The Cubs, I don't know what they're doing. They did it stupidly. The Braves, they didn't do it that way. The Dodgers didn't do it that way. Uh, the Braves, I mean, how much more resources did they have than us? We could do the same thing that they do. It just seems like Mark Atanasio thinks that winning a World Series is actually a hindrance towards the bottom line because he thinks that then that means there's going to be bad years instead of thinking, hey, if we're celebrating this team that lost 40 years ago, don't you understand how much money is going to come in if you're celebrating a World Series champion? So I think it, he almost looks at the World Series like a bad move. So that's what I was thinking right away was that Stearns felt the pressure from Mark. Mark, at the beginning of the season, they asked him, "Are you? why don't you stretch the payroll? And he said, we are stretching the payroll. We're paying Hayter $11 million. Like, he's the, he's the one owner of 29 that would think that paying Josh Hader $11 million is expensive. Every other team would look at that as a bargain for what he gives you. So he's already throwing that out there. So it looked like, to me, the determination was, Josh Hader, we're not going to go to arbitration with him. We don't want to extend him. Uh, try to get something for him. That looked like a directive, and so David Stearns looked like he was throwing out the directive from Mark. Then Antonazio talks on Friday. All of a sudden, he's saying – hey, you didn't want me to be a part of this. I wasn't a part of this. They called me, said that there's something we could do with Josh. I had to sit down. I said, whatever works best. And then he's putting all the blame on David. So I've just never seen those two not be as connected as they are. And that sort of, you know, dysfunction, that maybe not that's not right, but it just seems like something's amiss here with the Brewers and nobody's on the same page. And I think that is seeping into the clubhouse. So I just don't understand... Yeah. I don't understand where the missing link is. I don't understand if if David and Mark don't they don't see on the same page. For Mark to have that interview that he had, and Adam McKelvey did a good job capturing it, so we could all see it. And we played it a bit yesterday. I've just never seen him deflect so much to David mm-hmm. Stearns before. I'm just absolutely stunned by it. Yeah, and, and it seems a little messy. The whole situation seems messy. It it just does, and. You know, you tack on uh, Denelson Lamette and, and the DFA there. And, uh, again, it's a rental and Rogers, and then you get two. And then I'm convinced they should have gotten more. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm absolutely From Hater? Con- yeah, for Hater. It was a it, terrible trade to begin with, and then they cut a guy. Right, right, right. But so, but again, though, I, and, and it's disappointing, and it, there's no coincidence that they go on a bad week right after that deal. It's no coincidence. To me, there isn't. Uh, Craig Council is going to say, hey, it's just a bad week of baseball. It's just a bad week of baseball. Well, 
they do ultimately have to turn the page. And, and this, these prolonged down cycles, I mean, you mentioned the Atlanta Braves. Look what the Braves did last year. Do you think that uh, when they revamped their outfield midseason or throughout the season, signing Duvall, Rosario, and Jock Peterson, do you, do you think that, that <laughs> those three players, I mean, this wasn't Okunia. I mean, this wasn't uh, Soto. This, this were, were like a bunch of Hunter Renfros flying around the league. That's, that's what those were. And so do you think that they risked a prolonged down cycle when they did that last year? So teams do it in different ways. I mean, then there's the other, the flip side of this. You want to be the Phillies? Phillies haven't made the playoffs in 11 years. You want to be the Mariners? They haven't made the playoffs in 21 years. Brewers, if they make the playoffs this year, 7 of 14 years. Now that, okay, that is the philosophical stat right there. That is one that you have to bounce around a little bit. And, and is, is that a good, that's a good, good thing, I suppose. 7 of 14 years on one hand, right, Bart? Just, yeah. you know, you would say yeah. for the most part, that's, that's sort of a good thing. Then the other part is, what what did it do for us? And so, I mean, it's two ways you can look at it. You can say, wow, this is, this is kind of wild and it's cool because we went through the 26 years and then it turned things around, which is really good. Seven to 14 years, half the time you're going to make the playoffs, bite of the apple, no prolonged down cycle. But at, is that all there is? That's the other side of no, this. No, there is needs that, to be there needs to be progress. We got to a needs, point, yeah, and we yes. we're, we're we're stagnant. We're we're content with making the playoffs and losing. But two of those fourteen years, in my estimation, two of those fourteen years, you gave yourself a huge bite at the apple because you were they say legitimate chance at the World Series each and every year. Okay, now let's break down what is legitimate. We we have to we, we would have to define that. But 2011, 2018, those are your two years in the 14 that I think everyone would agree, nationally and locally, that the Brewers had a pop to win a World Series legit. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. The rest of the ensuing playoffs, the other— But then since 18, they've done nothing. They've they've stayed stagnant. They've done nothing to even get back to where they were in 18. And and this is where people are struggling, and I think you're struggling with this too. Is this all there is? Is this the pinnacle— for this team, and they're gonna they're gonna laugh at us for even discussing this. They're gonna laugh at us, and they're gonna say, "What are you talking about?" Of course, it's to win a World Series, win a, a championship. Well, actions are speaking here. Actions are speaking loud, way louder than a bunch of microphones shoved at Adonacio and David Stearns. They're super good speakers. They know how to spin. I don't they know. know how I'm to so talk. pissed. I'm so pissed at Mark right now. He brings up the name Juan Soto. He brought that up. He says financially we could have done anything. What are you doing? What <laughs> See, are you doing? Well, and and so that that's why it seems convoluted. But although it is very complex at the same time, so is I wonder. And I I I make this proclamation, Bart, and you may disagree, but I think given the right circumstances, this organization will, by definition go all in by definition of, of from where you sit, from where I sit, from a national guy, Dan Plesak to Joe Buck to everybody. 
I think at one point they will go all in. It didn't happen this year. By definition, San Diego, would you say they went all in? By definition. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. They went all in. I think this organization will do that given the right situation. I just don't know what that situation is. We are served up by Wendy's where it's the what's for breakfast hour at Wendy's. You can get the breakfast baconator this morning with the potato wedges to boot for a side. You can get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo sweet with a kick of heat. That's at your participating Wendy's. 414-677-1250. Tyler's in Tosa. Tyler. Hey, Brad. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, Ty? (laughs) Call me whatever you want. I don't care. No, it's good. Uh, but I just don't think, I don't know, the way the Cardinals are playing right now, they've won seven in a row. And if they come into this series and they they sweep the Rockies too, and they're up five games on the Brewers and then they take that series, I don't know if this team has the mental fortitude and capacity to handle that. To go know they're going into the Dodgers and the Mets and all these other high higher quality teams and knowing they have, they have to, they have seven games they have to catch up with the Cardinals just a tie and the Cardinals have the fourth easiest schedule remaining. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be tough, Tyler. It, oh, it, it is going to be tough. And then, you know, that's, that's why. Must win series. Like, after, is that a third down? After well, the maybe that's, down, you know, maybe there's a silver lining games. to it. <laughs> maybe, maybe they look at this series, Tyler, thanks for the call. Maybe they, Maybe they get a playoff atmosphere coming up in this series. Now it's going to be on the road. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be big. Oh, it'll be big in St. Louis, big in Milwaukee. I, but tonight's the game. T- tonight is the game, and that's why Tyler. Every single game now is sort of that, you know, uh, switch the emotional tide here. T- turn the turn turn the worm here. It's it's going to turn. They're not going to lose five of every six games headed out. It's not going to happen. This is where Craig Council is probably has one of the bigger challenges of his tenure, Bart, that this is a, 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 he knows it. I mean, he knows it. We all feel it. We all see it. We see the results. We hear the comments. We see the demeanor, Devin Williams. We see, we hear, see and hear all this stuff. He is more challenged with, with getting these guys to stay connected. Remember, this was his being better teammates, staying connected, uh, MO, when he came in here. He has the biggest challenge in that regard of his tenure right now. He needs to change that around. Oh, and yeah. I, I, I do think that winning three or four or winning four in a row or whatever is going to do a world of difference, and, and he understands that. And, and it's, it's, it's got to be playoff-type atmosphere all the way out. This, this has to be it. And, and I'd be shocked I, after what they just went through with the trade, with the comments, with the uh, Pirates series – and with the Red Series, I would be shocked if there weren't another conversation headed by either Council, Murphy, or Andrew McCutcheon. I'd be shocked if that didn't happen during this off day or prior to today's game. Well, if they don't make the playoffs, you know, this is something that we started to touch on. If they don't make the playoffs, then is there any changes that need to occur? I don't know what those changes would be. Uh, David Stearns, something's going on here again. Something's going on because what he did, that trade, is very un-Stearns-like. But now Mark's making it seem like it was totally Stearns' decision. But I'm looking at, at just counsel. So the easiest thing, if they don't make the playoffs, you might scratch your head a little bit and say, yeah, do you fire counsel? Well, counsel, what they've done with him is they 
the, the analogy I used was they threw him down a well, 30 feet down a well, and they're like, get out. And he said, can I have like a ladder or some tools or even a pickaxe so I can like mm-hmm. climb up? And they said, nope, you got to figure this all out on your own. They've really put him in a position where he does not have a lot of the resources, but somehow he's got to figure it out. So whatever happens this year, it's going to be it's going to be a little bit down the line before I would blame Craig if they do not make it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of baseball to be played. I, I know. I'm I know. Jazzed up I for know. tonight. I mean, let's go. Brewers Seven, race. Ten. Brewers race. race. Yeah. They, they've got talent. They've got. Turn the pitching. radio down. Turn up the Zach Gelb show. I'll be hosting. <laughs> yeah, and and, uh, and and so you you do have a lot of baseball left. I, I'm excited about that. It's in front of them, and this this is where I agree with Counts, and that is you have an opportunity here right in front of you. This this is a there's a good foundation of talent here. If if anyone wants to wrap in the history, let's go recent history. If you want to wrap in uh, what you think is a failure in the history of the organization, just look at. The last six years, seven years, go go eight years. This dude, Stearns, GM Matt Arnold, they're getting no help from the minors in a span of eight years. Look, I mean, that to me is is the single most egregious thing that has gone on in recent history. Where are your pro- prospects? Where the hell are they? You can point to the pitching staff, and I get you. They've had some rifle through the system, and, and they're looking good. Burns, Woody, et cetera. Where are your prospects? What a complete, and I hate saying this about the team I love, what a complete failure, and nobody should disagree with that. <clears throat> there are no position players that have given this team outside of Keston here in 19, not even the Trent Grisham that you traded away. He wasn't that big of a help. They're gone. Where are they? Your your scouting department, your development department did not work for the last eight years. Now, is it better? Yes. As I look at it, it seems one hell of a lot better. I don't know what happened in the span of these eight years, but a complete failure on the position player group side. Guys, that to me is the biggest story for this playoff run in Milwaukee Brewers heritage and history. That to me should be the biggest story and it flies under the radar. I I don't know how and why zero help Jonathan Davis is on your roster right now. Why? I made a good catch against the Rays. You can't come up with one prospect outside of Keston here. You can't come up with one prospect in the last eight years. What about your boy Tyrone? Maybe even more. Tyrone Taylor was a selection 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, a decade ago. Yeah, he was. And he's a nice complimentary player. I think, you know, a fifth outfielder kind of guy. It's, it's okay. But I think everyone stands, uh, understands where I'm coming from, Bart. It, 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 it really, that is a story that's being buried. Let's get out to uh, Mike's in Waukesha. What's happening, Mike? Hi, guys. Timmy's just been hitting on what I was thinking about. Just just a couple things I want to say. Over the last couple weeks or ever since this trade's been made, I've heard statements as, hey, it doesn't matter if we would go all in, the Brewer fans will still come out if we're a loser for the next few years. No, they won't. I was a vendor at that place in 73, 4, 5 when we stunk, 
and at night I'd go into work and I was put on standby because we only were getting seven or 8,000 people at the gate. And then you look at, they'll say, oh, if we win one World Series, I don't care if we win another one for 10 years. Bogus. The Bucks won one World Championship. We're already crying. I hope the Celtics lose. We should have won that series. Same thing with the Packers. They won it in 2011 by 2013. Where? Why aren't we winning more championships? So that's all a bunch of bogus. And the funniest one I heard was, let the team leave, and then in a couple years we'll get another one back. Oh, yeah. Who said that? They just hand out, Which one of your oh, idiot somebody, Facebook friends said that? Unfriend them. <laughs> somebody that called in in the afternoon show yesterday said, oh, my yeah, God. yeah, we'll just – let the team leave, and it's like wow. they don't hand franchises out like that, and when you've lost two of them, you're probably not going to get another one back. Yeah, if the but Brewers anyway, ever yeah. left, baseball will never be back here. Right, but the the point about the players, Tim, is a friend of mine, uh, he, he really looks this stuff up, and he said to me there's only been two position players that Stearns ever drafted that have reached the major league level. Grisham was one of them. He couldn't remember the other guy's name. Um, here's my issue. I looked up the roster on the uh, both the Shuckers and the and the National Sound. Now, AAA level is a bogus level. These are all guys that are in their 30s and their late 20s. These are washed-up guys that aren't going anywhere. They're just there to complete a level of baseball. None of those guys are going anywhere. Then you start looking at the Biloxi uh, age level of their players. We're already hitting 24-25. These guys aren't getting to the majors even after four years of college. They're not getting to the majors till they're 25, 26 years old. They control them for, what, another five years? These guys are 30 years old before, they, before they're eligible to get a decent contract from anybody in baseball. Feliciano was called up, what, four days ago? So what do they do? They catch Caratini Friday, Saturday, and an afternoon game on Sunday. They don't even let this guy see the field. I'd be demanding a trade if I was Feliciano. It's ridiculous. They'll go out and get some other washed-up catcher and bring him in. I'm sorry, guys. Something needs to be done. You're right, Tim. You hit it right on the head. Something's got to be done. These guys, I would rather see them call up. Garrett Mitchell and Joey Weimer, bring them up now because we're done. This team gave up when they traded Josh Hader, and I don't blame these guys. Thanks, guys. 414-677-1250. Should Mario Feliciano demand a trade? We'll take well, your calls. I, I mean, I, I'm with them on the sentiment. I, I really am. And I, and I wonder why they don't flush these guys through the system a little bit quicker. Uh, if it is in an effort to make sure you avoid prolonged down cycles because when you rush them to the majors, it means you have them for less amount of time. And then at some point, you're financially going to have to put up or shut up with this. I will say this. In looking at the prospects that the Brewers currently have in the organization, mid-level and, and beyond, I think they're in the best shape they've been in since Jack Sorensic was here. Because Bruce Side was a disaster for this organization, on and off the field. And I don't want to go any further than that, but he was. Wait, but Tom Johnson, on this show, we say what we mean to say. Well, you got something I, you, you want to say? I, I, I don't want to break that news. So say I, what you need to say. To, no, someone else has to look say that what news you need up to say. And, and do a little reporting on that because I'm not going to report that. What was he a yeah, drunk or the, something? The late Bruce Side. 
Okay. Um, All right. So someone has to do a little digging on that, and they can report it themselves. But I, I'm just saying Todd Johnson is turning this thing around. Now what's going to be interesting to watch is how quickly they flush these guys through the system. Mitchell and, and, and uh, Freelick and There's Heber a lot Perez of talk and, about the minor leagues. The major league team is the problem. Well, that if they get no help and you can't you can't uh, get these free agents at, at an affordable cost, then what do you do? This they should have been supplemented by position players that were encouraging not only to help this team win a World Series this year, but encouraging for the future. And they just don't they I don't, don't know have why you're so down in the minor leagues. We just got two great prospects for our All Star closer when we were in a pennant race. Okay, okay. Well, again, that's the that's the cycle for David Stearns to avoid the prolonged down uh, cycle. This so down is the worst trade in Wisconsin sports history. It, it, it might. And we'll see how it plays out. But again, I, I warn you, and, and you have admitted full full confession that you know you hated the uh, Trent Grisham deal, and that turned out at, at at some time to be a decent deal. Yeah, I did pretty not darn like that good move. deal. Yeah, I also didn't like the Jonathan VR for Jonathan Scope move. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jack, uh, Jackson Chario, going to be interesting to see how quickly they move him through. Well, he's only eighteen, though. Was Okay, how old was Acuna? How old was Soto? How old were these guys? All right. So now, now we're now we're focusing on a kid in high A right now. That's where the Brewers are at. Well, it's just, it's just a philosophical uh, conversation that they and 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 I think a lot of Brewers fans know where I'm coming from. Start rifling these guys through. For example, uh, Freelick, Joey Weimer. Um, I, I don't know. I don't Garrett know. I, I still, I'm I trying mean, to figure out why we're why are we talking about all why are we talking about the minors so much? Wouldn't they help in a position of Jonathan Davis? Why are we looking at a, Josh Hader got traded six days ago and we're talking about the minors? Yeah, because we want to help this offense be better, and Jonathan Davis is not doing that right now. So will Sal Freelick do that? Oh, and God. I say yes. Sal it couldn't should be, be worse. on the Orioles. Joey Weimer should be on the Nationals. <laughs> okay. We're just going to go right on to the – this is the worst – you know what? I am I was like, oh, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but maybe they can. They're not making the playoffs. This team – screw this team. This team purposely got worse. I don't understand what they're doing. Mark and Stearns need to figure it out. This is a joke. This is a joke of a team. And they didn't need to be. They didn't need to be. And when my drunk ass called you in 2018, I foresaw all of this. People patting themselves on the back. Hey, we made it this far. Sky's the limit. Sky wasn't the limit. We have a glass ceiling of Brewers. We'll never break it. When they win seven of eight, celebrating the 1982 team for the 40th time. When they win seven of eight and and get back into first place, maybe you're whistling a different tune. Nah, it ain't gonna happen. It might happen. It could happen. You know, I'm I'm going bold out there today. You know who I got on coming up at nine o'clock is Fred Siegel, who runs Old Takes Exposed. And I got I got Old Takes Exposed guy coming up, and I don't mind having a take today. <laughs> you know, you want Old Takes Exposed me? You know, Old Takes Exposed me. This team, this season. You know what? I'm already screw it. I'm on to 2023. When's that schedule come out? The championship season soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm on to 2023. Well, Bart, you mentioned the 40th uh, anniversary of the 82 team. It's important to also well, let me, keep let me, in mind. Let me, let me get Dave first, and then we'll talk okay. about that. Let me get, Dave's in Cudahy. Dave, go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Bart, 
I've echoed your sentiment for quite some time. This team blows. Yeah, this is an suck. absolute terrible team. No, and wrong, I, you know, wrong, wrong. They're eight games over five hundred with a third of the season to play. They're not a horrible team. They're they not. can't win a game because their feelings are hurt. They're not a horrible team. They've had a rough week like a lot of other teams do. Tim, numbers, these like the wins and losses don't mean anything. We say that all the time in baseball for huh? pitchers. It echoes the same way with the team itself. Just because they're eight games over 500, it doesn't mean that this team is not very – it's not good. I'm, I'm sorry, but they're just not. That you're, are you trying to say that they have any real legitimate chance going into any type of playoff series with the teams that are currently in I do. The yes, I do. I think they can win a playoff series. Yes, I do. I do. Oof. That pitching – and that pit, the Dodgers – Padres, Braves, and Mets. They're facing Burns, Woody, and Peralta. And don't tell me that's not a challenge. That's a challenge for any baseball team in the league. And let me bring up as well, you brought up the prospects. Why do we even have a lot of these prospects still? Because realistically, we should be wheeling and dealing some of them. I'm not saying unload the farm system, but there are plenty of guys that should have been moved you know, in our top ten to go out and get some uh, more notable players. And on top of that, we don't even have that good of a, of a, of a, of a farm ranking. I, I, last I had seen, we were in like the middle 20s. I, I mean, this team is bad. And, I, I'm and still trying to get over the rough. fact that Mark Atanasio brought up himself Juan Soto and said we had the capital and the finances to bring on anyone. What a yeah. jerk. I, I, hey, I'm what a with troll you there. job. I, I'm with you there. At some point, they're going to have to really, really, by definition of everyone's definition, go all in. They're going to have to. Well, and Bart, Bart, you even said it. The Cardinals come out and they say they want to win a World Series. What did the Brewers come out and say? We want to get to the playoffs. I, I mean, come on. That is two totally different mentalities. They won't even say the word playoffs. They say bites of the apple. Why are why what, what this is this is the worst for I'm you know what I'm going to the game on uh, next Monday I think. Bring that claws I'm up. bringing apples Bring and that. I'm throwing them on the field. Bart, <laughs> wear all your claws up oh gear God. on Friday. Yeah, I'm going to wear my claws up gear and I'm I'm going to have a bushel of apples and I'm going to throw them on the field. Yeah, we're we're done with the Dunn club. I'm going to make you a Dunn chain. Uh, and yeah. you know, feel free, wrap that around the station. And Tim, whenever you want to jump in, I will gl- gladly support that. But <laughs> this team is not going anywhere, even if they do make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to uh, organize. I'm going to use uh, my platform. Thanks, Dave. Get your catchphrase okay. out there. No more cheeseheads in, no cheese in Wisconsin. We're now Appleheads. I am so going Brewers to bring fans. Apples. I'm going to throw them on the field, and I'm going to disrupt the game, and everyone's going to say, Bart, that's not – people are going to scold me because and everybody loves be to scold me because I'm, I'm going to be arrested. The president of the Apple Club. I'm going to go on the field and just sit there and eat an apple and then second base. Yeah, someone needs to put an apple, attach it to a hat with one big bite out of it. That's what and I'm going to do. That's your apple. Bite to the apple. Some Someone did run onto the field on Sunday. Well, good. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Good. It was, it was good. But start do doing it. Start doing good? it with a purpose. Don't I just go on there because you're a drunk. but it's entertaining. Go on there with a purpose. Go on there with some apples. 
Bart, you're Boy, being irresponsible. You think I care anymore? I don't wow. care. I don't mm. care. God, I, I remember. I do. Uh, I remember. I remember do. when the, the Bucks uh, were going to win a title. I was talking to Freems about this on the show, and I said, "If the Bucks ever win a title, I'm going to flip a car." And he looked at me like I was like the worst person ever. How dare I'm on a platform? I say that a lot of people say a lot of things a lot worse than me. I just want my favorite baseball team to win a World Series. Yeah. So I might go to a game and throw an apple on the field. <laughs> Put me in print. Lock me up. Don't Lock do it, me Bob. up. Lock me up. Don't do it. This is disgusting. This is the worst trade that's ever happened. Stearns then says it's Mark's fault. Mark then says he's got the finances to take on Juan Soto. And we got a first pitch at 7-10 tonight. Uh, Brian, Germantown. <laughs> How you doing, guys? So... I uh, I get all the frustrations, and I'm not real happy with the trade either. But I, I wanted you guys to do a little exercise here, just philosophically. Oh, my least yeah. favorite word. What? But what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's not fun necessarily for Stearns to continue to take a bite at the apple, so to speak, and not have any fruit as as a as a result. But if you had a choice, would you continue down this path or? Would you choose the path of, let's say, the Florida Marlins, who win two World Series, but they're terrible, and then every 10 years they just go all in, win, and then they're terrible again? Yeah, I'd much rather have that. A lot of fans would, yeah, a lot would. Interesting. Okay. I I, I mean, because it's less competitive baseball. It's just every 10 years. Here's another twist. Okay, so let's say – Let's say the Packers in 2010 won the World Series or Super Bowl, which they did, and then they won it again in 2020. They won our Super Bowl, and the other years they sucked. Okay, well then, not only would you gain a Super Bowl win, but you would you would minus the year in Seattle, you would minus the year in Arizona, you would minus the year against San Francisco, you would minus all these losses. So it'd be one more nice thing. It'd be a lot more apathy. It'd be a lot more apathy. But I would take, I would add apathy and championship title, and subtract heartache and pain in an instant. Yeah. It's he's you're getting to the crux of the whole situation. You really are. And and when you use the word philosophical, that's exactly what this is. Do you want a World Series? We all do. Okay. At what cost is their question? Is it the cost of losing for a, an additional seven to nine years? And and that's where the do you want more chances at a World Series on a consistent basis, or do you want one and done, and then we'll see in about a decade? I mean, that really what is what it, this is all about. That's what it's all about in a mid-market or small-market team. It is. And I, and I almost have to wonder, I'm, I'm going to bring the Marlins up again, because I, I think that there's somewhat of a comparison here. If we are going to go down that path, is what they did, is what the Brewers just did with Josh Hader, going to be paramount to what the Marlins did with Miguel Cabrera a long time ago? Yeah, I mean, we, Bart might be onto something here. This might be the worst trade in Brewers history. It might be because of not Thanks, only Brian. what it did short term, but what it potentially did long term, and and not just the physical players involved or the prospects involved or hater involved. It's the sentiment around the league, also. Well, that look at all the specifics. They this. didn't call anybody on hater. They basically took the deal that was offered to them. They worked with the Padres to somehow keep them under the luxury tax that they'd have mm-hmm. to pay. And then they got a guy in here and DFA'd him two days later because they didn't realize he was out of options. 
<laughs> it's just, again, some of it doesn't make sense. And it seems, it is messy. It, it is very messy. But uh, this this trade, who knows, down the line, Gasser or Ruiz or, you know, when Gasser when they're doing their thing, Ruiz. we'll, we'll, uh. we'll pro- project it now. And we'll also keep an eye on the San Diego Padres. With what they've done, did that result in a World Series title? Tim, I love you. I'm going to let you go. Okay, well, I, I I love talking Brewers baseball with anybody, but that includes you for sure, Bart. Do you have any questions about my trip to Canton with Gary Ellerson before I let you go? Uh, did you stay in the same room? No, we had our own rooms. We oh, had really nice okay. rooms. All right. Uh, big shout-out to Odyssey. Uh, the reason why your app may not be working this last week is because we took some of that money and put it into the hotel rooms Gary and I stayed in. <laughs> Gary and you, yeah. Yeah, it was no, it was fun. It was busy. But uh, I, I, I just uh, Brewers fans, they're a good baseball team. The, their season is in front of them, not behind them. It's in front of them. So let's let's have some fun down the stretch. Competitive baseball. They're a good baseball team, and you never know. I'm sorry, but you never know. We all think we know at times, but you don't. Sometimes oh, what we I, think we know, we to, don't. We're supposed to talk about 1982. Was that? It? Yes. Hold on, real real quick on that. Bart, it's important to celebrate certain eras in, in, in a uh, organization. It really is. Because it, I will just say this, and, and you can dump me. but No, I'll um, keep you for a minute. The, Tim, the late Shea 70s, told me you've been, you've been like the, waiting the to late, talk to me about the 82 Brewers. The late 70s and early 80s era Brewers is the reason they're still here. It is. Guys, it is. It is something. It's not just to celebrate that one trip to the well, World then it, Series. Well, then that needs to be changed. Cause... It's to celebrate the players. It's to celebrate the era, the late 70s. Well, then now, let's do an the, alumni weekend. If the playoffs were constructed as they are right now, back in the late 70s and early 80s, they'd be a freight train. They Pro- were, probably would have won a World Series in that run. So, okay, with this 1982 thing, um, I don't, it, it does seem tacky and McKelvey had a tweet like they, that he thinks it takes away from the current team that that's why fans are upset about it. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not upset about that. I'm upset that we are celebrating a team that blew a world series lead. Well then don't bring these guys back to celebrate but, Prince Fielder but, 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 on the but, but, walk no, of no, honor no, no, or no. Ryan Braun no, no, or Jonathan no, no, no. Lucroy. No. So I understand that this 82 team in that era had a lot of connections where they'd go in the parking lots afterward and chug beers with the fans. And so what I liked about this weekend was when you had the opportunity to go and they do that like tap thing where it's like brewers on tap and like Cecil Cooper's serving you a beer and you can That's talk so to him cool. a little bit. That's great. These little things where it's like Bob Euchre does a round table with four brewers at the third street market hall that nobody so knows cool. is open. That's that would we've done that a thousand times. The so on-field cool. celebration Mm-mm. where we see Audrey Keene for the 90th time. We've done all this a thousand times. Yes, and I want to do it again because that's being a fan. Bart, I'll, I've said it before. So I'll if you want to do an alumni there's no, weekend, there's, there's that's no better, okay. If you're going to celebrate a team, there, you got to have a team that won a World Series before you treat them like they are a dynasty. There's no better way than to not be a fan of a team you love than to get into broadcasting. Because that is going to take away every ounce of love and being a fan of that team in you. And we're seeing it play out time and time again. It's okay to be a damn fan.
Once you get into the analysis of it in this, this you talking to me about this sports talk radio, it just takes away your you're being a fan. You're afraid to be a fan anymore. I'm afraid sometimes. to be a fan. I'm so pissed about this team. I want to throw <laughs> apples on the field. I know that. I I if know anything, that. But it's made me more of a fan. But let's not discount that th- that that's cool. That era for me is that's super why cool. I'm different around here because you got all these other people that think they're journalists. Big J journalism. Well, Jason Wildey's not a fan. Steve Zabin. Oh, he loves our teams because he gets a hefty <laughs> check for them. I love these teams because they are me. I love these teams because I am from here. Well, then that and then this you business em- will never, ever take that out of me. Then you should embrace when they get together with these Younts and Molitors. That's so cool. That is just as cool. It is. And when they bring back Braun and Lucroy and Fielder and all that, that's that's JJ Hardy and Corey Hart and Giovanni Gallardo and Ben Sheets. That's what these people grew up loving. It depends on your era. Mine happens to be the late 70s, early 80s, and then beyond, obviously. But that, that, that to me, is the connection that has to stay. It has to remain. There's a connection with the fan base and that organization that I, I just think is, is special. It's unique, and it's special. Sorry. I got to take a break. You know how it works. <laughs> yes, sir. I love you. Bye, Bart. Bye, Tim. Tim Allen. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.